It seems that no matter where you look, there's pop culture news flying around everywhere. But how can you keep up so you're ready to roll when a new episode of the Popcast comes out? Wouldn't it be wonderful if there was one place where you could go to get all the news you want? Then boy do I have good news for you, because Flipboard is here to help. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard, and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. Used by millions of people every day, Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. Get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. This is episode 27 of the Popcast. Hello, welcome to the Popcast, the pop culture podcast from Vernacular. We're your hosts, Maureen and Josh Goldman. Each week, we'll dive into the latest in pop culture with our three regular segments. First, the snack bag, where we cover some smaller stories from the past week. Second, the marquee topic, where we dive in-depth into one pop culture story or event. And third, the teasers, where we give our suggestions for pop culture content you might have missed, but should definitely check out. All right, everybody, welcome back to another week. Maureen, how are you? Oh, wait, there's something a little different this week. Maureen is not joining me after all. Unfortunately, Maureen has been sick for the past five days with a high fever and a bad cough. So this week, I am going to attempt to do the show solo. But with that said, let's jump into a little bit of follow-up from last week's episode. Last week, we did our special edition episode, the Christmas movies episode, where myself, Maureen, Zach, and Sally from Vernacular ranked 11 Christmas movies from worst to best. And there was a little bit of controversy that I heard from some of the people who had listened to the episode. The main thing that I heard was that people were not pleased that You've Got Mail was on the list. Now, I did address this a little bit in the podcast last week, that I was initially thinking about vetoing this selection. And I don't know if I made it clear in the podcast last week, but the way that it worked is that each of the people participating in the podcast was allowed to select two films to have on the list for us to watch. And Sally selected You've Got Mail. And again, I was going to veto the film, but I did some Googling. And after I found out that Entertainment Weekly, which is sort of my entertainment Bible, had it on a list of best Christmas movies, I had to let it stand. So You've Got Mail was on the list, and sorry, haters, it's here to stay. The other thing I heard was that people were a little disappointed that Die Hard was not on the list. And after thinking about it some more, I I think I should have added it. But again, we are all parents and we're all working. And so the, our, our time to watch all these films and really process them was limited. So If we do this again, if we do another pass at this uh, in the years to come, I think that Die Hard will be added to the list because the more that I thought about it, the more I really do think it's a Christmas movie. I mean, it takes place at a Christmas party. So, you know, it makes sense. And there was a great thing that was released earlier this week where someone sort of recut the trailer of Die Hard to make it seem like a classic Christmas rom-com type of movie. So I will link that in the show notes. But You know, if we do this list again, I think that we will be including Die Hard. One other 
piece of follow-up that I wanted to do is that three weeks ago, we did a podcast on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, where we did a deep dive into the first season of that show. And season two has since been released, and Maureen and I have started watching that. And I will say that I am not as into it as Maureen is so far. We've watched two episodes. They've been okay. The second episode was certainly better than the first one, at least in my opinion. But Maureen is still very much into it. So I'm sure that we will continue watching the show and we will have a full report once we finish the season. But so far, it's not as good for me as the first season. But, you know, it certainly has time to improve. It's 10 episodes instead of eight this season. So I think that there is room for improvement. So anyway, we will keep you posted as we continue to watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season two. Okay, let's jump into the snack bag this week. I have a couple of topics that I'd like to cover. The first one is a rather sad one, but I'm sure you've seen the news that Penny Marshall has passed away. Penny Marshall, of course, star of Laverne and Shirley, directed the film Big and A League of Their Own, was also in Hocus Pocus. We mentioned her on the Hocus Pocus podcast back in October. So it's very sad she's passed away at the age of 75, and she will certainly be missed. I saw a bunch of things out there that were pretty much like, we wish she'd gotten her due 20 years ago instead of now when she's died, but I think her legacy will certainly live on. She comes from a very talented family, and she left behind a lot of great work. Our next snack bag topic is something a little bit more fun. Last week, we talked about the film Home Alone on the podcast in our Christmas movies ranking. And this week, Google has released a one-minute ad starring Macaulay Culkin 28 years after the original film came out where he is recreating some of the scenes from the original movie as an adult. And the, the play on this is that he is using... Google devices, so like the Google Home and, you know, all of their smart devices to sort of help him prepare for the evening that he has ahead of him. Mom? Dad? Hey, Google, what's on my calendar today? You have one event called House to Yourself. Oh, yeah. Hey, Google, add aftershave to my shopping list. Hey, Google, remind me to clean these sheets later. Okay, I'll remind you. Too bad, AC. Someone's in the front door. What do I owe you? Looks like you paid online. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Okay, cool. Hey, Google, turn down the temperature two degrees. Hey, Google, begin Operation Kevin. Operation Kevin underway. We gotta get out of here before somebody sees us. It's really well done. They did a really nice job of recreating the sets and the props and everything looks, you know, they showed side by sides in a behind the scenes video and it's all really cool. So I encourage you to check it out. It's only a minute long. And interestingly enough, it has been shared thousands and thousands of times and viewed millions of times, which is really strange for a commercial. I mean, it's it's hard to get a commercial that interests people, but they're really playing on that nostalgia factor. And it's definitely worth checking out. Our next snack bag topic is that earlier this week, they released the first images of the cast of the live action Aladdin movie. And I think we've talked about this on the show before, but Will Smith is going to play the genie. 
which I think is a good casting decision. I mean, since Robin Williams cannot play the role again, since he sadly passed away, I think Will Smith is a good choice for the genie. But the interesting thing about it was that when they released these pictures, Will Smith was himself with a strange like top knot and a strange long goatee. And I think a lot of people thought that he was going to be voicing a character and that it would be CGI, you know, and look like the blue genie that we're all familiar with from the animated Aladdin. There was a lot of stuff that was out there online. People were not pleased with, you know, Will Smith himself being the genie. So I think that there was an update where Will Smith said the genie would be blue and that they haven't finished the CGI yet. So maybe it's not actually going to be him, but I'm I'm not really sure why they dressed him up in this genie costume and made him wear this top knot and really long, weird goatee if he's not going to be himself in the movie. It was really strange. I think we just have this association with what the genie looked like, and he's such a big, popular character from Disney that having Will Smith play him as Will Smith would just be kind of strange. So I guess we will see. The last snack bag topic I wanted to cover this week is that a couple weeks ago, we talked about the Golden Globe nominations and the Golden Globe hosts, which is going to be Sandra Oh and Andy Samberg. And the day before we recorded that, they had also announced the Oscar host, which was going to be Kevin Hart. But I just had this feeling that something was going to happen with that where Kevin Hart was not going to be the Oscars host. So I didn't really want to cover it on the podcast that week because I thought something, I thought there would be some more news about it. And as it turns out, Kevin Hart did have some controversy about some tweets he'd sent in the past about how he was homophobic and some really negative stuff. And he, of course, was removed as Oscar host. I guess he technically stepped down himself. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences had asked him to apologize for the tweets he'd pushed out in the past. He said, no, he's not going to apologize because he'd already addressed it in the past. And then he ended up stepping down and stepping away instead of getting fired, which was really weird. But the whole thing is just so silly because at this point, we're about two months away from the Oscars and there still is no host. And at this point, I don't think that they're going to have one. I mean... It's it takes a long time for someone to prepare to be the host at the Oscars. I mean, there's just a lot that goes into it. You know, they have to write the show. They have to get the people together if they're going to have people come on stage and make cameos. It's a really big thing. And two months just doesn't seem like enough time to prepare for one person. The name I've heard thrown out most about who the Academy would want to host the Oscars is Lin-Manuel Miranda who is the creator of Hamilton. But I think that because he is going to play the character Hamilton in the production that's going to start in Puerto Rico in January, I just don't think he has the time, even though this year would be perfect for him since he is starring in Mary Poppins Returns, which might be a player at the Oscars this year. So they're talking about no host for the Oscars, and which hasn't happened since the 80s. And the last time it did happen like this, it was not well received. I'm not sure the traditional host is what the show needs. And I certainly don't think that 
a host is going to make or break the ratings, which have been going down for years and years and years. So I guess we'll just have to see. But as of the recording of this podcast, which is December 21st, there is no Oscar host. So I guess we will just have to see what happens. I wanted to spend our last marquee topic of 2018. And I had really hoped to do this with Maureen. But unfortunately, since she's sick, I will just do this myself and take it with a grain of salt. But I wanted to just cover off some of my favorite things from 2018 in the world of pop culture. So I'm going to just quickly talk about my favorite returning TV show, my favorite new TV show that came out in 2018, favorite new music that I heard this year, and the favorite film that I saw that came out in 2018. And if you haven't seen these, this is sort of like an extended teaser section. I'd encourage you to check them out if you have some time over the next couple of weeks, over the holidays, to check these things out because I think you will enjoy them. So let's start with my favorite returning TV show. I went back and forth on this. I watch a lot of different television shows, but I think the one that stuck out to me, and we did an entire episode on it, so I won't spend a ton of time on it, is Survivor. Now, before you turn this podcast off and say, I'm not watching Survivor, Josh, just stop trying to get me to do this. Let me just say that... Season 37, which just wrapped up this past Wednesday night on the 19th, was one of the best seasons of the entire series of the show. It had a totally likable cast. It had a great season arc. All of the characters were great. The challenges were great. The storytelling was excellent. The editing was excellent. The cinematography is always good. So if you have been thinking about checking out the show, you've never watched it before, or if you used to watch it and you stopped, Season 37, Survivor, David vs. Goliath, is my pick for my favorite returning TV show. It is so good. It's easy to watch. It's family-friendly. If you don't watch it, I encourage you to seek it out and find it and watch it. I don't think you'll be disappointed. So with regards to my favorite new TV show... I had so many that I liked this year, but I decided to split it into my favorite comedy and my favorite drama. So my favorite comedy, new comedy that came out this year, which I've talked about a little bit, I think it was my teaser one week, is the TV show Barry, which stars Bill Hader, created by Bill Hader and Alec Berg. It's just a really fun show. It's really, really well done. It has a dramatic side, of course. It's about a hitman who joins an acting class. So there's a juxtaposition of comedy and drama right there. The acting is excellent. The writing is so good. And there is a moment in the second to last episode that just took me by complete surprise that made the show something totally different. So if you're looking for a show to watch, it's only 30 minutes long per episode. There are only eight episodes in the first season. I encourage you to check out Barry. It's on HBO Go. If you have a subscription to HBO or if you just want to sign up for a week free trial, you can certainly get through that in a week. My favorite new drama that I watched is something I just recently discovered after so many people had had recommended it to me. It is a show called Killing Eve starring Sandra Oh. And it's just really, really good. It's based on a book series. It's about this woman who is sort of on the trail trying to find this female assassin named Villanelle and I won't get into spoiler territory here because I think you should check it out but it's only eight episodes long it was a BBC America show it's just really really well written well acted well shot it's so fascinating and 
it is certainly something that I think you might enjoy. I will say that this is not something Maureen liked a lot. She sort of bowed out after a couple episodes. The the villain in the show, Villanelle, the female assassin, is sort of like a sociopathic character. So if you have any sort of uh, reservations about that kind of a character, this probably isn't the show for you, but it is really well done. And I think it's just a fascinating study of character. And I really love that it's led by an Asian American actress, Sandra Oh, who is really, really good. And the assassin is a female too. So it's a very female heavy show. I think that's so important in 2018. And it's also created by a female too, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. So that's really cool. So check it out. It's called Killing Eve. If you want to watch it now, it's on Hulu. My favorite new music that I heard this year, there was a ton of great music that came out. And I had a little bit of a debate. It was between a couple of things for me for my favorite new music. And I ended up settling on the album Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves, which I think might be a little bit of a surprise to people because there was a new Dave Matthews Band album and they are my favorite band. And I also really loved the music from the film A Star is Born, but it ended up being this album by Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves is a country artist, but this has a little bit more pop infusion it's not entirely pop this is her fourth studio album i think that this one for me was just it's just very it's very easy to listen to the whole thing so my favorite two songs on the album are called slow burn which is the first track off the album and then a song called oh what a world which is the fourth track northern lights in our skies plants that grow in open your encourage you to check out her album on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you get your music. It's totally worth listening to. It's only 45 minutes to listen to the whole album. Totally, totally worth it. The last thing I want to talk about this week is my favorite film that I saw in 2018 that came out in 2018. And for me, I think this is a little bit of an upset because I could have gone with something like Black Panther, which I really liked. I could have gone with something like a Star is Born, which I also really liked. But I would say my favorite film that I saw in 2018 that came out this year is something that came out in April, and that is A Quiet Place, which was written and directed by John Krasinski, starring John Krasinski and his wife, Emily Blunt. This is a very simple movie. It is technically a horror movie, I guess. And I should say, which I think I've said before when we did the horror movie podcast, I really don't like horror films. I don't like being scared. I just like don't see the appeal in that. But I will say that if you liked a film like Signs, which is an M. Night Shyamalan 
film that came out in 2002, then you could get through this one. It's not overly scary. It doesn't have a lot of jump scares and things like that. But really, the reason that I like it so much is because the film is just more of a family drama than anything else. Yes, there are horror elements to it, and it is scary, but it's really about a husband and a wife and their kids and what it means to raise a family in difficult times and what it means to deal with loss and what it means to bring new life into the world when it's difficult. I think it's just really well done. It keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole time. And seeing it in a theater where you know, you're surrounded by other people you don't know was just a really special experience. So I would say that A Quiet Place is my pick for my favorite film that I saw in 2018. There are certainly a lot of films that I haven't seen yet. So this could change once I see some of the other big films from this year. But that was one of the ones that I saw in theaters that I really liked. Okay, that will do it for our marquee topic. Let's move on to teasers for this week. And my teaser for this week is simple. It's not a book or a movie. It's not a song or a TV show. It's simply that I hope you can take some time over the next few weeks to reflect on the past year, to spend quality time with people you love, and to recharge for a new year. And I will leave you with this that I just read, but apparently has been floating around on the internet for what seems like more than a year now, but really struck a chord with me. And it is called You Are Very Much On Time. And it goes, New York is three hours ahead of California, but that doesn't make California slow. Someone graduated at the age of 22, but waited five years before securing a good job. Someone became a CEO at 25 and died at 50, while another became a CEO at 50 and lived to 90 years. Someone is still single, while someone else got married. Obama retired at 55, and Trump started at 70. Everyone in this world works based on their time zone. People around you might seem to be ahead of you, and some might seem to be behind you. But everyone is running their own race in their own time. Do not envy them and do not mock them. They are in their time zone, and you are in yours. Life is about waiting for the right moment to act. So relax. You're not late. You're not early. You are very much on time. Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back in 2019 with brand new episodes. You can leave us feedback, comments, or questions on each episode by going to vernacularpodcast.com slash popcast. We would love to hear from you, and we would especially love to hear what you want to hear about on the show. You can also reach us by emailing thepopcast at vernacularpodcast.com. Please also subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We put out a new one every Friday, and if it's not too much trouble, please drop us a rating or a review. It helps other people find our show. We'll be back next week, as always, sitting cross-legged on our bedroom floor with a brand new episode. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.